the Illuminati Social Club, the podcast you don't want they to know about. Welcome back to the Illuminati Social Club. I'm your host, Jason, from the mothership in Parma. And today, uh, this is a... I don't want to call it a normal episode because, you know, it's an episode. Um, it's no longer in search of. Um, but today, uh, you know, back to topics and stuff. Uh, and today we are discussing uh, someone that if you've paid attention to American politics uh, over the past few months, uh, the name Mike Lindell will ring a bell. If that doesn't ring a bell, how about the My Pillow guy? Uh, joining me to discuss this is, uh, well, co-host from the In Search of series, Mr. Oliver Oxide. Hello, my friend. How are you? Excellent. So you came up with this idea wanting to talk about Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew he was kind of. He, he, I mean, he is obviously a Trump supporter. Uh, for those who don't know or, you know, have lived in a cave or been in a coma for the past 20 years, um, uh, Trump, of course, is the president of the United States. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, to, to try to boost the economy again, uh, with the with the coronavirus pandemic which is going on as we record this uh in late august of 2020 the pandemic is still going on um but trump trotted out a bunch of businessmen to discuss ideas about bringing the economy back to life and one of the ones that you know just keeps coming back for some reason is mike lindell the my pillow guy I think I'm just going to I'm just going to start calling him the my pillow or Mike Lindell the my pillow guy. For the rest of the episode, it's just nah, that might get annoying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, of course, my pillow was founded in uh 2009 by Mike Lindell, the my pillow guy. Uh <laughs> sorry. Uh in uh Chaska, Minnesota. Uh, uh, 1,500 employees, and basically what it is, they sell, uh, what is this, an open-cell polyfoam pillow design. And it's, you know, it's his invention and his patent and everything. Um, from, oh, I like this. From 2004 to 2009, my pillows were sold through Lindell's Night Moves Minnesota LLC. There's a provocative name. Really? Uh, <laughs> Wonder if he was a Seeger fan. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, the company has gone. You know, they've on uh, on Wikipedia. There is a section for lawsuits and settlement. And uh, basically, my pillow took it upon themselves to. Uh, assert or claim without any proof that their pillows could treat symptoms of fibromyalgia, restless leg syndrome, sleep apnea, cerebral palsy, acid reflux, and other conditions. 
That, my friends, is a no-no. You cannot claim any of that without uh, double-blind, highly controlled scientific studies that say that it can cure or treat those things. You could say, they'll give you a restful night's sleep. But you can't say, they will treat back pain. (laughs) So... Anyway, um, Oliver, what what have you brought us uh, about Mr. Lindell? Well, this guy, um, in a completely in a completely ironic way, I just love this guy because he's just so cuckoo. Um, <clears throat> Trump supporter, I think, is underselling it. He is a Trump fanboy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, uh, he first came to my attention because I have a secret love, uh, Jason, and the secret love that I have is for infomercials. <laughs> I love a good infomercial. <laughs> if it's a kitchen gadget, I am. You got me for the whole half hour. Oh yes, me too. So, so he started off in the infomercial world. That's where I first saw him as a kind of a um, dollar store sham wow guy, you know. <laughs> um, but. Uh, what really kind of made me sit up and take attention was when he did a speech, I think it was two years ago or three years ago at CPAC, which is the annual get together of all the conservatives in America. Yes. And he said that God chose Donald Trump to be president. Now, when you say something like that, and as an atheist, I, I we're not going to get into that little debate, but so it, obviously you're kind of overstating things just a tad. Even if you are a believer, mm-hmm. that may be a little bit over the top. <laughs> the other thing that kind of struck me was that during all of his infomercials and his commercials today, and I believe in, in his public appearances, he makes sure that everybody sees the crucifix around his neck. He will put it outside of his shirt. Oh, oh, that's and, and it's kind of it's kind of uh, it's kind of a dog whistle to uh, those of the conservative Christian uh, uh, wing of uh, the Republican Party, right? Um, so he's he's already now one of the reasons I love the guy because he has such a he has a very interesting backstory in the fact that he was a crack addict in Minnesota, <laughs> which is, that seems weird to me, but he was a crack addict for 30 years. Oh, wow. And he had owned several businesses and of course had gone, all gone into the pipe. You know, every pro, every dollar that he made went into the pipe. So mm-hmm. he had been a failed business person until he cleaned up. Now he cleaned up via the church. Huh. No judgments, right? Uh, whatever, whatever it takes, you do you. Yes. Um, but uh, this is where the my pillow. He, he thought of the idea of my pillow, and I've never slept on one. I've never even seen one. But my general idea of it is, is instead of your traditional mat uh, pillow, it the the the, the, the filling is in cubes, mm-hmm. and that. I guess works in some way to make it not deform or whatever. Eh. I I've I've slept on uh not not on my pillow but I've slept on like a foam pillow before and right. I will I 
I tried it for a week, and every morning I woke up with a splitting headache. So, um, oh, oh, really? Okay, yeah, uh, not my thing. Okay, so he's this is he's made this into a three hundred million dollar evaluation company. Mm-hmm. So wow. you know you can't you can't really say he's he's lazy, no. um, but what really really kind of spurred the idea of this episode was him coming out, I think, four weeks ago. I think it was four weeks ago from the recording of this um, uh, episode that uh, Oleander may be the cure for for uh, coronavirus. Oleander? Yes. Oleander. Yes. And he got a big in a big fight with Anderson Cooper on CNN because, of course, Mike has no scientific background whatsoever. No. He is not a medical doctor. One thing he is, he is on the board of a company that extracts oil from oleanders. Oh. So that may be a tip-off to where he's going. Apparently $300 million isn't enough. (laughs) Uh, So he needs to uh, make some more money. Uh, But this guy is just, he is a representation of what has happened during this pandemic of people who just will not, and you're a science nerd, Jason, so you've noticed this, that this has just brought out the most unscientific people known to mankind. Oh, God, yes. We we could have a whole episode for each of the people that have come out, um, especially um, uh, 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 somebody by the name of Stella Emanuel, but... uh, Oh, she's a treat. <laughs> we we might have to discuss her at some point, but for now, uh, no. He th- this this uh, you know wannabe science guy is uh, you know that that has surfaced through all this is dangerous. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, the the pushing of hydroxychloroquine or chloroquine or whatever, you know, whatever people are calling it, uh, you know, because it it's the quinine based um, uh, drugs, uh, which, as as I will joke, uh, you know, I, I guess that means gin and tonic is a, uh, you know, is a cure for uh, for coronavirus. So drink up. Um, <laughs> I can I can think of a lot of English people who would appreciate that. Um, of course, most tonic waters are you know uh, 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 they they have quinine added to them. So there you go. Um, but just just for full information here, Jason. Yes. Uh, Chloro uh, chloroquine it does have viable medical oh, uses. Oh yes, correct? It's a, yes. It's Malaria for, for right. Malaria, lupus. Uh, I don't know the rat there. I think there's two others, uh, that it's primarily used for, but the two biggest ones are malaria and, uh, lupus. And the problem with, um, with what's going on, uh, with, uh, the, the, you know, you have the president and then this clown, um, um, I'm sorry, Mr. Uh, Lindell, um, pushing hydroxychloroquine is that it's taking that drug away from the people who really need it, which are right. lupus sufferers. Mm-hmm. 
And the thing is, and from what I understand, this drug is not one to be toyed with. Uh, you know, it's one of those where if it could cure the common cold, you still wouldn't take it. <laughs> right. Because the side effects are worse than the sickness. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you get, you know, if you have lupus, I mean, obviously the side effects are better than, you know, lupus. So, right. yeah, you don't want to take. And oh, by the way, I am not a medical doctor. I'm a science nerd. That's about it. So, you know, anything I say medical, you know, anything I say in a scientific term, uh, please, you know, verify this for me and get back to me. <laughs> I'm neither, by the way. So right. I'm neither a science nerd or a a, a doctor, but uh, people like this fascinate me. Mm-hmm. And um, I we we have me perhaps. And again, if I'm not going off on a tangent here, no, we please. have to talk about the one the what the person who's initiated this, and this is the president. Yes, he is the one who has initiated this alternative facts uh if i could put it that way think about this uh, about this virus that has spurred on uh people like mr lindell and stella um to uh to come up with all kinds of different things well um i i am i am doing a quick look up here um because this all stemmed from yet another person and I cannot remember his name. For, oh, here it is. Uh, I, I, I don't even want to try to pronounce his name, but it's like Didier Réal. Uh, he was a French, he's a French physician who advocated for the use of hydroxychloroquine as a prophylaxis and cure for COVID-19. Uh, despite the fact that, to date, several... Uh, different medical uh, research firms cannot replicate his results. Right. So, yeah, he's uh, he's the one who started this, you know, with the with the hydroxychloroquine. Okay. Then the president latched onto that. Right. And learned a new word and kept saying it for weeks <laughs> on end. Learned a new word. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, of course his sycophants, uh, Mr. Lindell, uh, the, my pillow guy, uh, just parroted it. And so many people are parroting this and the, the research that is coming out about hydroxychloroquine is showing it is not effective. It is no more effective than placebo and it doesn't work. And in some cases, um, what I remember reading about uh, uh, Rael's paper, apparently it was was a very small number of patients. I think it was like N equals 16. And then he removed like four of them because they died. And then... Another couple because they got worse and then called it a successful trial because eight of them, you know, got marginally better. 
I think that's the textbook de- uh, definition of thumb on the scale. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this, uh, you know, this kind of reminds me a little bit of. Uh, remember in in the nineties in Africa when the AIDS when AIDS was running rampant in Africa, and you know there were people who were, you know, like people in power mm-hmm. in Africa going, oh no, it can be cured with bananas. Oh, oh yes. <clears throat> The other thing that I think is more important, and this is more on a social scale, is that <clears throat> Mr. Lindell is <clears throat> he, this kind of proclamation, and especially in public, about things he does not know, but he's absolutely convinced are true because President Trump says so, mm-hmm. reminds me of a cult. Yes. This, you know, we make a joke about Trump being a, being, it's be a cult of personality. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of gone beyond that now. Oh yeah, uh, um, it, it's it's scary. Um, I mean, we're basically watching this happen, you know, right before our eyes. And I don't want to get too much. I don't want to get at all into the into the other half of it. But you know, there's another cult growing up right beside it, and that is uh, a letter of the alphabet. Um, right. Which uh, maybe I'll get into at some point, but not now. <laughs> no. Go ahead. Uh, sorry, d- no, didn't mean to interrupt. It it <clears throat> it's beginning to remind me a lot about sci- of Scientology, <laughs> where um, for those who don't know Scientology, not to go into all of the stuff about Scientology, except for the fact that Scientology can never change because their founder wrote all of these writings and they can never be changed mm-hmm. and l ron hubbard um said certain things uh the one i'm thinking about right now is about psychiatry mm-hmm. and any drug that's associated with psychiatry and then that can never change because like no science no common sense no change in culture no change in medicine can deviate from what l ron hubbard said mm-hmm uh, they refer, Scientologists refer to Mr. Hubbard as source. It's becoming like that with Trump, is that everything that Trump says to some people, and unfortunately I think that number of people is growing, hmm. and Mr. Lindell is a, is a symptom of this, I think, is that anything he says, no matter what happens outside of that bubble, doesn't matter mm-hmm. because President Trump has said it. Right. That scares the bitch. As again, as someone who's an atheist and who has a, f- a fascination with cults, there's a lot of markers uh, with with some cult behavior here. And Mr. Lindell, one of the reasons I wanted to to talk to you about this is because Mr. Lindell is showing that mm-hmm. right now. You know, appointed by some outward, you know, prox- appointed by some proximate cause. Uh, appointed to suddenly that everything that comes out of his mouth is true uh, without any kind of challenge. If anybody tries to challenge, mm-hmm. they get shut down by Mr. Lindell or dismissed. So people like this, it, it's beginning to make me wonder exactly how this happens. Hmm. You know, because if I go back to the example of Mr. Hubbard, you know, Scientology is very much, even though it was started in the 50s, Scientology is very much a 70s 
cultural thing. It fit into what the, 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 the end of the hippie movement and the beginning of the 70s brought in. Right. I don't know what Trumpism fits into. Um, I have no idea. It's certainly not a reflection Mm-mm. of societal mores as of this time. And Mr. Lindell seems to be one of the water carriers. Huh. And that it, it just, well, let me put it to you this way, Jason. November 4th comes along <clears throat> and Trump loses. Mm-hmm. Okay. All of the people who have followed him for the last four years, like Lindsey Graham, like huh. Mitch McConnell, mm-hmm. um, like Matt Gates, well, Matt Gates may not, uh, but all of these people who have, kind of enabled him are going to dump him in two seconds flat. Let's hope Mr. <laughs> Mr. Lindell is not, Mm-mm. he's not going to do that. Jerry Falwell jr. Is not going to do that. Oh no. <laughs> okay. As of this recording, uh, Jerry yeah. Falwell jr. Has, uh, has now, uh, parted ways with, uh, his father's university, Liberty university. Of which if we can call he it, was the if we can CEO. Call it a university. Yeah. Um, apparently, according to reports, uh, students there breathed a heavy sigh of relief when he. Well, he. Yeah, they were, there were. There were tons of rumors about Jerry Falwell Jr. for years. Apparently, his Tinder account was epic. Um, <clears throat> but um, but this type of person. I don't think they're going to go down with the ship with Mr. Trump and think he's the greatest thing until the day Mr. Trump departs the earth. Mm -hmm. And this is what kind of made me twig about Mr. Lindell as well as he is now the walking shining example of a cult member. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, on one how on one hand, I want to cry, but on the other hand, He's just so goofy mm-hmm. that it's just you just can't take anything he says seriously. Uh, by the way, uh, I, I think I know why he's trying to, uh, you know, promote uh, medical ideas. It's it's because uh, he received an honorary doctor of business from Liberty University in 2019, so he thinks he's a doctor now. <laughs> Clown meet college. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he is, uh, I'm reading some of the stuff he's said here. Um, he became an avid supporter calling Trump the most amazing president this country has ever seen in history following his 2016 election. You don't call anyone the greatest anything until after they've shown that they can do the thing that you're calling them the greatest for doing. The other remarkable thing about that, and this maybe lends into my cult theory as well, is that if you're a Republican, God is Ronald Reagan. I mean, if you're a traditional conservative Republican, Mm -hmm. until Trump came along, Reagan was God. Oh, yeah. And this is interesting now because apparently Reagan's been forgotten by all of these quote unquote who's Reagan conservatives who's Reagan yeah um yeah uh this is uh by by the way uh and this is this is also stated in Wikipedia um the company was sued in 
Alameda County Superior Court uh, for the the ads that you know they were running about uh, you know being able to cure things. Um, let's see. Prosecutors in nine California counties brought the charges against misleading infomercials, and My Pillow settled for about one million dollars while admitting no wrongdoing. They never do. Uh, uh, the Better Business Bureau revoked accreditation of My Pillow, lowering its rating to an F, based on a pattern of complaints by consumers. Um. Let's see. Uh, The BBB uh, cited a buy one, get one offer that became a continuous offer and therefore the normal price of the product, not a sale price or free offer. Huh? Oh, it just became a continuous offer. It was like, you know, it, it just became the normal price. And, you know, you can't do that. No. Uh, and uh, by the way, Lindell said, uh, naturally, I'm terribly disappointed by the Better Business Bureau's decision. Well, the Better Business Bureau ain't all what it's cracked up to be either. So, oh, uh, I know. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> take that with a grain of salt. But uh, but no, I, I just I, I wanted to talk to you about it and I thought it was perfect for the show just because he is a he is he is an example of a symptom. Mm-hmm. And it's a symptom that I think is new to America. Uh, in, in its politics, at least. Um, he, uh, let's see, he created the Lindell Foundation, a faith-based foundation. Big surprise. Um, the foundation's focus was then broadened. Uh, let's see, the company and foundation donated goods to victims of Hur- Hurricane Harvey in uh, 2017. Okay. Uh, the foundation's focus was then broadened to help people with addictions, cancer victims, and veterans. Um, Lindell also founded, founded the Lindell Recovery Network to bring hope, recovery, and mentorship to those struggling with addictions. So, yeah, you know, eh, if it works for you, great. The thing is, what you use to recover from an addiction may not work for anyone else. I, I jokingly say, if you want to quit smoking, get bronchitis. Um, right. Because that's well, kind of how I, can, I quit. I can tell you that that doesn't work with me, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it works for me. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing, you know, well, okay. I, I, I should, I should correct myself. That worked for me once. Right. <laughs> Because it was almost it was uh, going on thirteen years ago, so. Well, good for you. Uh, the uh, the thing is, is that all of this assisted all of these charitable foundations that he started, and all of the good works that he does is fabulous. And I would be the last one to complain about that. But we have to understand two things: is that <clears throat> that comes with a dose of religion. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a two way. This is not really charity in the fact that there's a, there's a two way street involved here. Okay. Right. The other thing is because it's a foundation, it is tax free, (laughs) which means that the American taxpayer is financing or subsidizing, I should say, instead of financing, subsidizing religious work, which Mm -hmm. in my understanding of your first amendment, that's a no, no. (laughs) 
I mean, I know that everybody they let everybody who's in a church get away with it, but on its on its face, that's a boo boo. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I think I don't want to. I I think that his personal story it's um, is should be applauded. Uh, I think his work and doing all of these things should be applauded as well. But just you got to take it with a bit of a grain of salt as well, because mm-hmm. there's there's something else going on there. Right. And Jason, the, my question to you is, is that now that you've told you've recited all this stuff about his charitable foundations, <laughs> does the harm that he has done in the last six months <laughs> take all of that away? Yes. Yeah. Because and that's spreading- the problem. Spreading uh, disinformation. I'm not even. I will not even call it misinformation. Uh, misinformation is so. Quick, quick sidetrack here. Misinformation is unknowingly or spreading information that you don't know is wrong. Disinformation is knowingly spreading or spreading information that you know is wrong. And, you know, this coronavirus cure uh, is proven to not be a cure. (laughs) Um, it, it hasn't been proven, uh, I think, you know, yeah, there is no scientific evidence that oleandrin is a safe or effective coronavirus treatment. Uh, And also, since the plant is poisonous at low doses. uh, Do do me a favor, folks. Don't try it. No. Um, Let's see. After... uh, Here's somebody else we could talk about. Uh, After efforts by Lindell and (sighs) HUD Secretary Ben Carson to promote oleandrin, Trump said his administration would look at the substance. And I guarantee it, Dr. Fauci said, nope, 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 absolutely not. (laughs) Well, I think that going back to your thing about misinformation and disinformation is that I, I think it goes a little bit deeper than that he is putting out disinformation mm-hmm. because this is making the dear leader look bad. Mm-hmm. That is his only reason for putting out disinformation. <laughs> and that doubles the problem <laughs> to me. Uh, ben Carson is, he's, he's bonkers from the get. We could have a whole episode on him. <laughs> oh, yeah. How? He's an he is, interesting character. He is a neurosurgeon. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a neurosurgeon. No, but he was very accomplished. Oh, I know. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but uh, that's another religious discussion yes. uh, as well. But, um, yeah, I, I just, uh, I'm just, I'm fascinated by this just because of the sociological aspects of it as opposed to because I don't, I don't think anybody's going to take Mr. Lindell. Well, I shouldn't say that uh, because sense, sense has taken a holiday during this whole time. Right. Uh, I should say any sensible people aren't going to give Mr. Lindell the time of day. Right. Uh, unfortunately, we seem to be growing in 
senseless people as we uh, as we go through this. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, and again, if I can be very Canadian centric for a moment, please do. This is another thing that stuns me. Is that we just? I, I looked up today actually. Uh, we are approaching 9,000 deaths in Canada. Right. That's less than Florida. I know. And it's... So you've got 49 other states to deal with. Mm-hmm. We, we looked at this as... It doesn't really matter what we looked at. It's more to do with Americans looking up and going, hmm, why, did, why do they only have 5% of the deaths that we have mm-hmm. when they when when they have 10% of the population right like why, why and nobody makes any sense out of that <sighs> nobody goes look what they're doing that mm-hmm. seems to work why don't we do it yeah nobody nobody looks at you know we're we're not looking at new zealand to say you know what did they do oh yeah well, New Zealand's a little bit of an outlier because it's an island. Right. So they have a little bit more control over it. But on the other hand, England, uh, you know, the UK is an island too, and they've had some problems mm-hmm. because, you know, they're ruled by a Muppet. Um, right. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, it just it, it's just, it, it's a very, very interesting, if you're on the outside looking in, this whole American experiment for the last three and a half years has been, very interesting in a lot of ways, but unfortunately, <sighs> it's killing your own citizens in yes, a number of ways. Yeah. Yes, and uh, it's it's not fun here. It's um, I, I'm I I can't even I, I I don't even have the words to describe it. Um, it's disgusting what's going on here. Uh, the fact that you know it's being politicized in mm-hmm. such a way that you know you you have people who are apparently you know just citizens like myself you know talking about how you know these scientists don't know anything and it's like what we've seen, uh, this is a testament to science. We have basically seen like four years worth of science done in a matter of like six months. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, I mean, the problem is everybody wants to report on every little thing that, you know, that that uh, researchers are talking about. And you also have some unscrupulous researchers who decide to publish by press, which means they bypass the peer review process and just go to press release. Mm -hmm. And the problem is now it looks like, you know, scientists are just, you know, throwing, you know, blindfolded, throwing darts at a dartboard. Um, we know a lot more. The problem is there is a lot of noise in the air right now. Um, Mm -hmm. and we have to, we have to distill that down, listen to experts, which, um, 
I, I believe myself and Dr. Steve Cloutier talked about uh, listening to experts mm-hmm. on a previous episode. Um, experts are not elitists or anything. I mean, they are. <laughs> they should be because they spend four, eight, 16 years of their lives just learning the, you know, the bare facts and then dedicating their lives to learning as much as they can about one thing or one field. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at, look at Dave Broadbeck, look at, uh, Doc Pinko, mm-hmm. you know, Steve Cloutier. I mean, they, they, they're still learning about right. their fields. Mm-hmm. I know things I know a few things about a few thi- about many things, but I'm not an expert in anything. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, I will always look to experts to find out what is true or what is what. Not really what is true. True is true is a sticky word. Uh, I don't like it. I. Uh, true is only true only happens in mathematics. Um, but what is the relevant information now? What do we know that we could be fairly certain about right now? And you know that's where you go to experts. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sorry. That's my rant. <laughs> No, no, it's absolutely true. Before we wind up, Jason, perhaps yes. we should just give people, uh, the listeners, a bit of a taste of Stella. Uh, who is Stella? And uh, she's cuckoo, but uh, you tell the story. <sighs> I'm sure everyone's heard about her, but uh, she is... Um... Ah, here we go. She is a, she is a doctor... Uh, she really is. Um, she, uh, 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 I'm sorry. I, I'm just looking this up now. Uh, she is, uh, she, her alma mater is, uh, the university of Calabar in Nigeria. Uh, but she, she's also, um, well, let's see. She is a Cameroonian American physician, author, and pastor. Um, she emigrated to the United States after completing her medical education in Nigeria and currently practices at a private clinic in Texas. Red flag. (laughs) Um, well, on, on the COVID thing, people in private clinics have been a bit, uh, you know, red flaggy. Right. Uh, Let's see. She's a founder of a charismatic religious organization called Firepower Ministries. Um, let's see. Uh, she's, she claims that endometriosis, infertility, miscarriages, and sexually transmitted infections are caused by spirit spouses. Oh, God. Um, and we're done. <laughs> Uh, she, by, by the way, I should be flattered here. Uh, she has also intro- endorsed a number of conspiracy theories inv- 
including the involvement of space aliens and the Illuminati. <laughs> there we go. That's us. Uh, in manipulating society and government. Ladies and gentlemen, as the social club of the Illuminati, uh, we have nothing to do with society and government. No, but we're revoking her card. She is, <laughs> she is not invited to the cocktail party. Oh, she never was. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, but, Stella's yeah. a, tr- Stella's I, a I treat. Think, I think we get into her in a, in a future episode. Okie dokie. Well, we're going to have to do some reading on her. Okay. So, um, Oliver, thank you for, for being on. Uh, where can people find you out there? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Oliver Rockside, and thank you very much for having me on, Jason. Oh, no problem. No problem at all. Yeah, you can find me at Alien CG. You can find this podcast at Illuminati Pod and also IlluminatiSocialClub.com. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Oliver, again, thank you for being here. And uh, have a good week, everyone. Turtles, kids. <laughs>